0: build your cultural competence listen to interesting stories learn about the cultural pitfalls and how to avoid them get the global perspective here at culture matters podcast on international business We help you understand cultural diversity better by interviewing real people with real experiences, helping you develop your cultural competence. It's time for this week's guest at the Culture Matters podcast. Here's your host, Chris Smith. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, welcome to the Culture Matters podcast. This week we have another traveller. We had one in, I think, episode 67, if I'm not mistaken, his name was Henrik Jeppesen. This time we have a countryman of him, his name is Pala Bo. Pala is a Danish podcaster and radio journalist travelling to every country in the world. It's a it's a very friendly and light interview. Um, at least I very much enjoyed my time with Pella. And he gives you also a view of the location that he's at when we're doing the uh, the interview. Of course, when you're listening to this only, you won't see the view, but if you check out the video cast of this interview, which you can do at culturematters.com/youtube, you can see Pella, you can see me, and you can also check out the view and it is an amazing view that he has to share with us. But let's go to the interview right now. Good morning, Pella. Or actually, I should say good evening, shouldn't I? Good afternoon. So, how are you? Um, no, let's, yeah. let's let's do this more. Yeah, it's, it's around
1: uh, five five thirty here. Yeah.
0: 5:30 okay cool that's the um uh, i know where you are the audience and the the viewers don't yet know where you are they don't know yet who you are either and uh, for the uh, no. the the people are actually watching this no. on uh, on youtube i am going to ask you in a moment not now yet but in a moment to maybe if you can show us the view that you just showed me prior to recording ah. as well but first okay. of all maybe okay. you, you can you can tell us a little bit about yourself where you come from uh, where you are now and and what is your cultural frame of reference? And for the audience listening and viewing this, there seems to be a slight delay in the audio and enhanced video as well. So bear with me for this interview. Uh, Pale. it's up to you.
1: My name is Palle Bo. I, I am at the moment traveling uh, to every country in the world. Uh, I just started uh-huh. four months ago. I am uh, a Danish guy uh, in my early 50s. Uh, In fact, on this coming Saturday, I turned 52. And uh, six months ago, I sold my house. I sold my car, my furniture, my wife. uh, And now I'm just uh, traveling the world uh, all by myself uh, for the next, well, four or five years, maybe longer. Maybe less. Who knows what's going
0: to happen? Okay. Now the okay. So that's and and where are you currently at this moment? Where are we where are we looking at?
1: Well, I can I can show you the view, and uh-huh. maybe you can guess uh, the the view from my room has a a, a small tower here in the background, <laughs> and they're they're doing a, kind of a bungee jump from uh-huh. there. Uh, so now I was I was just in 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 Hong Kong earlier today, and uh, right now I'm in Macau. Uh, so. I switched to Macau, uh, and uh, it's going to be interesting. They they say this is uh, Las Vegas on steroids, so okay. I gotta see what that's like.
0: At first, and I may- saw...
1: maybe maybe even do the bungee jump.
0: Okay, all right. Okay, I just I already I already declared you mad wanting the bungee bungee jump because that's totally not my thing. Um, <laughs> no. So at first the first. Look, I, when you uh, showed me this just a couple of minutes before, I thought it was Seattle, but I knew you were actually in Macau. Um, and just for the record, Macau actually turned back, um, was turned back to the Chinese, uh, to the People's Republic of China from the Portuguese a couple of years ago, right?
1: A couple of it's almost uh, ni- 18 years ago, as far okay. as I remember, okay. it was 19 years ago that uh, Hong Kong was turned uh, back to China by by the by the British. Okay. But uh, and then a year later, Macau uh, from the Portuguese. But um, as far as I know, uh, they the, the Beijing doesn't interfere all that much uh, in what's going on there. They're sort of doing their own thing and they have their own border control and their own currency. So uh, I still think it's it's not totally China yet, Uh but um, maybe under the surface. I don't know. That's what I'm going to try to find out.
0: Yes, I can imagine. All right, well that's a uh, that's a that's a uh, quite a challenge. I've been there once when it was still when it has not had not been returned to China. So I know somewhat of the um, the saying when you say Las Vegas on steroids. Mm. There was told? still there was still gambling back in those days? Yes, oh very much. It was it was, it was uh, loaded. It okay. was just a flooded. Okay. It was yeah, and I'm not much of a gambler, and I've seen Las Vegas as well. Yeah, mean And, and comparing it, me it, to Macau, it's a that's it's a it's an amazing place, really. So
1: and if, in fact, in fact, like, my first marriage was in the, in Las Vegas. It was okay. I was married, yeah, yeah, and you know that didn't last. So,
0: <laughs> so yeah, not gonna try that again. All right, Pella, uh, you said six months ago, only six months ago, you sold everything, including your wife. We're not going to go into that, de- those details. <laughs> but the obvious question that, that I think is on everybody's mind, what on earth were you thinking? Why do you do this? You look like a decent uh, well, guy who had a nice education, you yeah. you could have had a career yeah. and stuff like that.
1: And I still do. Okay. I still do, in fact. Uh, no, I made the decision uh, uh, four years ago uh, after spending a couple of months in uh, in Cape Town. I found out that I can work anywhere. Mm-hmm. I have my own production company producing radio advertising and sound design of different sorts, yep. mainly for Danish clients. And Then I also teach about how to make better radio commercials and better radio advertising and I wrote mm-hmm. a book about it. Uh, and, uh, and And then I found out that my clients didn't Care if I was in my hometown of Ranas or I was in Cape Town or I was anywhere else in the world. So I thought in 2016, my youngest will graduate and will go traveling and do her own thing and move mm-hmm. out of the house. So, uh, and I was already divorced back then. Mm-hmm. So I, there, there was nothing tying me to Denmark and I can work anywhere. So I started planning to become a digital nomad. And that's what I do now. I still do the same amount of work that I did before, uh, producing, uh, radio commercials, uh, mainly for Denmark. Uh, but then I also do some different stuff. I, I, I do a traveling podcast about, uh, my travels, mm-hmm. uh, co- called the radio vagabond. And then I do a, a weekly radio bit for the national broadcaster also about my travel. Uh, so I, I do a lot of, uh, producing uh, yes. on pro tools in, in in various rooms and apartments around the world
0: so basically you're working more than you did possibly
1: yeah could be could be <laughs> this whole podcast and travel show it, it takes a lot of time but if uh, enjoy doing it, it yes. it's it's my passion it's my hobby so i really enjoy doing it
0: and it doesn't feel like work
1: no, it doesn't. No. no, I've been doing radio for thirty-two years, and it still, it's like a, pl- a day on the playground. Yes. So, yeah.
0: Okay, cool. Well, we can shake hands on that. That's what I do as well. Do what you love, and it's, yeah. it, it, and, and you can't call it work anymore. Um, no. Radio advertising. You wrote a book about this uh, six months ago. You started traveling. What was the first country that you actually hit?
1: It was uh, Estonia,
0: Estonia, and then why Estonia. why Estonia? Why go? Why go right and not left, or you know, east and not west?
1: Yeah, well, the the plan was to go, to start in Dubai, uh, uh-huh. but July and Dubai. Mm, no, no. <laughs> maybe, it, maybe it rhymes, but it's not such a good thing. No. It, it would be just too hot. And and, and from there to India and, and the rest of the Middle East also. Uh, so I decided to uh, visit the part of Europe that I've never been to. So that was a lot of... Um, well, it's the Estonians and Latvian and Lithuanian, they would be offended if I call that Eastern Europe, but the eastern part of Europe. So I, I did eleven countries in that region, and I had a very detailed plan, very detailed, almost to which days I would be in which country. But after two weeks, my plan was out the window. I was in, I was in Ukraine and. My next step would be to go to Poland. Uh, that was next on my list. Uh-huh. But then uh, I have a good friend. He's a, He's been on your show as well, Henrik uh, yep. Jeppesen. Yes. Uh, and uh, he said, Oh, you got to go to Moldova. And I said, Oh, Henrik, that's not even on my list. Yeah. It is now. It is now. <laughs> and a few weeks later, he said, uh, Instead of going to 100 countries, which was my plan, mm-hmm. why don't you go for them all? And uh, he gave me this massive speech, 10 minute speech. And I said, Oh, you have me uh, the first 10 seconds. So I decided to say it out in the open that now I'm going for all 193 countries. Okay. Um, it's going to take a little bit longer and I'm, I'm probably going to be an old man before I finish, but um, that's my, that's my. Yep. goal now that's my thing that I'm doing
0: so it's it's the, the, the thing that that's um, I have a question which relates to Henrik as well and and by the way if you're listening to this podcast and you want to uh, uh, catch up on what the discussion with Henrik was about that's quite an interesting podcast as well just go to culturematters.com, click on the podcast tab and you'll find that somewhere lurking around as well <coughs> um, if I look at the and that's the nice thing about doing video as well and I need to plug my own show uh, Pelle, as well you can find the uh, the video interviews on culturematters.com slash YouTube, uh, and that'll take you to uh, to the YouTube channel. If I look yeah. at your backdrop, not the view that you just showed us, but it, this seems like a very decent hotel that you're at. And how can you afford all this?
1: Without revealing your finances, No, no, come, I'll reveal anything, Chris. Yeah, and yeah. I'll, uh, Com- compared to uh, compared to some of the hotels here this is uh, this is decent absolutely uh, and uh, and uh, but it's, it's, it's not that expensive and normally I don't go for uh, hotels uh, I, because when you check into a hotel room like this no yep. matter how nice it is it's a small table and a bed maybe two beds and a TV yes. uh, and and that's it that's not s- so local uh, and I want to feel the the local culture when yeah. i go to a different place so it's very rare that i do hotels but uh, airbnb and couch surfing in macau is not that big uh-huh. in fact i was i was looking for an airbnb and uh, i found oh that looks nice that looks nice and fairly fairly reasonable in price and then my airbnb host from hong kong looked at the the map and said oh no that, you see that black line <laughs> that's not macau that's china oh, <laughs> so well, that was I, actually in china I, 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 I found someone on the other side of the border, and nothing showed up in Macau. Uh, right, there was a hostel, and that didn't look all that nice. Uh, uh-huh. I don't mind doing hostels, but the, so. And then I found this one, and this was very reasonable in price. So, uh, so uh, I decided to go for this one. Excellent. But when I'm going to Taiwan next week, I found a very cheap Airbnb and uh, meeting uh, uh, the local owner and. Uh, telling me stuff about the country that I wouldn't get if I checked into a hotel That's not true. the same way.
0: That's true. That's true. I like Air- Airbnbs exactly for that same reason. Yeah. as well. Yes, very much so. Now you mentioned Henrik Henrik Epperson who's also a countryman? He's also Danish, uh, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah yes. and you also before the interview you mentioned he is an he is also an inspiration to you. Now he is I think Uh, by heart he's 28 or something and he's he's done it all or is close to doing it all at least no he did it all he did did it it all all before
1: before before he turned 28 so (laughs) he i think he's the youngest in the world uh Uh who's done it yes um but now he's trying to figure out
0: regions and and territories and stuff like that yeah disputed places in the world as well
1: yeah and, and, and at the moment he's trying hard because he he when he was so young that he never got around to taking a driver's license, and now he's back in Denmark doing his driving <laughs> okay. lessons, and he wants to get a driver's license so now he can go driving as well. And uh, no, he's 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 not done traveling. No, no, no. no. He's not.
0: He's in. almost a big boy, almost. So it. Yeah, it was, it was
1: big... so it was so fun. It, if, if, if it's not too much, it, I okay. spoke to him just when he finished, and he said, oh, "I'm done with traveling now. I just want to be in Denmark." And then a week later, he said. I gotta, I gotta get out there again. I gotta get, I, I, I got yeah. to travel. Yeah. So I think it, when it's in your blood, yes, you'll never uh, settle really down.
0: Yeah, they call it a travel bug. At least that's what in, in my former company, I worked for an airline called KLM, the Royal Dutch Airlines, and I worked here mm-hmm. for twelve years. Traveled the world as well in the in that job that I had, being a consultant. And you had like two kinds of people, and either they were they were bitten by this travel bug and wanted to go. And others just saw it as a chore. You know, it's like, oh, I have to go again to Dubai or again to New York. Well, oh, I don't want to go. And I'll say, I'll go. I'll go every time. Every time. <laughs> so I can very much relate to that. Um, I wanted to ask something about which in, is in relationship to Henrik, but this podcast is about you. He is 28. You're about to turn 52. In, in your view, when you speak to him, do you, to what extent does age make a difference in experiencing different cultures?
1: That is so. That is so funny because we have a, a, a very unique uh, relationship. Because uh, I am, uh, I'm more experienced uh, in in life and business. Yes, exactly. So I can I can I can mentor him on this. I started my first company when I was 24, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And and uh, I've, I've started many companies and uh, uh, given a lot of public speaking. And uh, so I mentor him in that way. But when it comes to traveling and, and visa and how to visit that country and air flying frequent air flying miles and that, uh-huh. he's 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 my mentor so we're we're having a cool relationship and uh, we we help each other uh, each, each other out very much and uh, well, I think he helps me more than I help him okay. at the moment but uh, yeah now he's a, he's a cool guy and uh, and and when it comes to age uh, I don't think I don't think what I'm doing now it's yeah unusual and not a lot of people sell everything and just go traveling uh but everybody can do it uh Mm. at least if they have a job that uh, that 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 allows them to work different places i know a lot of people don't but um
0: or otherwise, you find a job to you know create the you create the situation, but uh, that's that's yeah. that's a different topic, and and because uh, this t- this is a culture um, podcast, so we talk about cultural yep. differences. So uh, I haven't I haven't heard the answer that I wanted to hear, or at least not as specific as I'd like to like it to hear. Being almost twice the age, right? Almost twice the age with a bit of space, mm-hmm, right? Twenty-eight mm-hmm, versus fifty-two. Uh. Do you experience cultures differently do you are you more are you more patient are you more lenient how or is there any difference in age you think in i mean in and then and experiencing different cultures
1: mm, could be could be it could also be a personality thing uh, i know a lot of uh, people my age that would yeah, I don't really know how to say it because it's it's it's. I don't think it's so much age-related. Of course, a lot of stuff comes with life experience and sure. uh, being around the block uh, a couple of times. But uh, I don't know if it's 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 that much age because I've seen uh, so many young travelers that. Uh, um, just go into different cultures. I was at the TPEX uh, Travel Bloggers Conference in the Philippines, and I met so many wonderful, young, open-minded pe- people that mm-hmm. that were, that were uh, really embracing the different cultures, and uh, they were totally an inspiration to me. Uh, and uh, I, I try to um, I try to meet uh, a different culture with total uh, open eyes and, uh, yeah. and, and an open mind um, but I still have a lot to learn I still we all like to say that we don't have any prejudice against the different cultures uh, yeah. but in some way maybe we do and uh, that's the cool thing about getting those uh, prejudice um, well letting the, have a kick in the butt yeah, uh, yeah. Like I was in in, in Dubai and met the the most wonderful uh, uh, Muslim uh, people. I went to uh, a mosque that has this uh, cultural uh, uh, thing every day where they, it's under the slogan, open doors, open minds. And and we come into this and uh, people from all over the world and can ask anything about Islam. Yes. a lot of the questions are about why do women wear black? Uh, why is it allowed that a man can have several wives and all that? That we in the Western world think, oh, that's strange. Yeah. But then we get uh, we get an open uh, explanation that that was so cool to. And they are uh, to quite open that. when
0: they do this. I've done this before. I've done exactly, this as well. Yeah. Yes, and they yeah. take away a lot of the of the of the indeed as you say the prejudices that we have that we and typically have but also hold against them because i think yeah. that that's a very strong conviction i think that we have in the west here you know we're right we we know what's good for you and we know yeah. what is best for you and then without actually judging from any experience
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. When I was in Philippines, I was uh, also uh, working with sort of an NGO uh, project. Uh, we, we were a group of uh, travel bloggers that were out in the slum, helping build uh, houses there and uh, working at a farm. Um, and there was one of these uh, young travel bloggers, uh, a girl from Canada. She said she said it just the right way uh, on, on why she travels. And it's like... Uh, if if more people made friends all over the world uh, uh, there would be less conflict in the world and then she said the sentence if i know you how can i hate you yeah and i thought that was that was so beautiful and uh uh, um yeah yeah so that's that's uh i i I try to live by that as well to getting to know people uh, and make friends all over the world Not, not just uh expats in the different countries but really get to meet the locals
0: yes yeah and that i guess that that requires an effort as well
1: it does it does yeah so and and uh, that's, that's 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 one of the things you get when you do couch surfing uh um uh, and and to some degree, uh, Airbnb, especially if you 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 have a private room in a in, a, in a, not, not just the whole flat, um, but you, you get to meet the locals. Uh, yeah. When I was in Moldova, I stayed three different places. First at an Airbnb, uh-huh. that was sort of a rental company that was doing it. Yeah. Then I uh, got a, a stay at a five-star luxury boutique hotel, which was awesome. And then I had a couple of days with a local uh, unemployed uh, couchsurfing host in a in a not so great area, but those two days uh, with that guy that was amazing, and I really got to see the local culture of Moldova, one of the poorest countries in in the world. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, it's always, that was amazing. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's very interesting. You know, it's a nice dinner is nice, but that in the end, that passes. Travel never passes. I mean, the experience you actually gain when you travel, I think it, exactly. never, it never passes. What, what is your, your weirdest experience so far or strangest or uh, maybe scariest? What, no, on doesn't have to be negative per se. It can be, but I'm just curious. I mean, tell us a story about that.
1: Uh, I, I, I was I was in the I, – If I, I, there's, there's so many stories. If I should pick one off uh-huh. the shelf, it would be um, – at the time I was landing in Kiev in Ukraine, I, I forgot my iPad on the plane. Okay. And it's one of those iPads I can open with my fingerprint. So yes. uh, I thought it would be quite easy to get it back. So I called the airline, and they say, oh, you've got to go to customs. So I went to customs, and the whole thing about this system, they had it. in the in the room back there but i had to go to an office and fill out some papers and uh, give them my passport which i didn't bring Uh, and uh, even though i could i can show you just by putting my finger i'm the only one in the world who can open this yes Uh, uh, so i was i was in that uh, airport and with the customs in and out uh, for like uh, yeah uh, four hours three or three or four hours and uh, uh, that was really like, like one of the uh, Ukrainians said, Ukrainian bureaucracy. Yeah, so, uh, that. yeah, that was that was quite an experience, and and, and nobody got hurt. But uh, yeah, that 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 was quite an experience. But whenever yeah. stuff like this happens, yeah, I always think instead of thinking, oh, this is not good, uh-huh. I'm thinking, oh man, I got a good story here.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs>
1: yes, yes. So uh, I am a collector of good stories. Yeah. So you
0: just you, they just wrote a new blog post for you
1: exactly yeah. <laughs> it goes right into the podcast
0: don't, don't you get like angry when this happens i mean when when it when something takes so long which is so simple you're going to point it out it's right there
1: i rarely get uh, angry or frustrated in the last few weeks i've been quite frustrated about the speed of the the wi-fi that, oh, I've, that- I've had in the philippines also in hong kong that was also not so good uh, here. In Macau, it's uh, it's quite good. Yeah, and, uh, we're doing
0: we're yeah. doing great yeah. here. We're
1: we're we're doing good so far. Yes. Uh,
0: <laughs> Don't do this. Uh, <laughs> He's mimicking for the audience listening to me. He just uh, just mimics and didn't make any audio and m- any sound yeah. like that. Bella. Um, no. So that that was a a bureaucratic experience. If you want, have you ever been scared in a situation where you thought, "Oh my goodness, <laughs> this is not going to turn out well"?
1: No, not yet. You haven't, not yet. No. And, uh, uh, and of course, uh, I being, being the age that I am, that's also something I spoke to Henrik about that mm-hmm. I would probably have it easier in some of the places where he felt as a very young man, yeah. uh, a bit under pressure. Yes. Uh, I, I think I would be more, Cool and relaxed about it. I try to use the two weapons that I have: uh, oh
0: my, God. My, smile, <laughs> my smile,
1: my yes. smile, and my common sense. Uh, yeah. And and I try not to walk down a, a dark alley in the middle of the night. And yeah. uh, that's
0: common and, sense. Uh, yes.
1: But but yeah, and but 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 like for instance, when I was going by train from Romania to uh, Bulgaria. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Both my uh, Moldovan uh, surfing host, uh, when he heard that uh, we were texting, uh, and also my Airbnb host in uh, in Romania said, "Oh, you got to be careful uh, uh-huh. traveling because so you you there's pickpockets." And uh, my, my my Airbnb host, he said, "Oh, be careful, <laughs> uh, So uh, so I was really. Uh, alert Uh, I locked everything in my at that time I was traveling with a big suitcase which I don't do anymore I could lock and all my valuables were in that and I was holding it uh, very close everything and and chain locked everything but there was nothing uh, just being uh, open and uh, not being drunk in the wrong place and uh, yeah being being sensible
0: yes Yes, makes makes good sense. Um, it, so it hasn't
1: knock on wood, it hasn't happened yet. Uh, I, I I I really really hope that it it, it won't happen. But um, as as long as uh, uh, it doesn't kill me, it, uh, it makes you
0: stronger. That's what they say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Don't overstay your visa in Russia. That's happened to me once, and I checked in not knowing anything, you know, and and my visa had expired the day before, and they checked, they actually they, they looked and they saw, and they, like you're hey, you're overstayed. One day, step aside, please, and I was locked in, in a room for a very long time. I did make my flight in the end, but I was the last one in, and they closed the door behind me. Oh, I had some man. scary moments. So um, that almost
1: that almost happened to me in Tehran, okay, uh, which is not the right. Place the way you want. I had a plane ticket uh, in and out to speak at a conference, uh, and I I got the visa, and I didn't look at the visa. Right. And for some reason, uh, the embassy in Copenhagen they put a wrong date, ah. the day before my flight. Uh, and, but thank God, I was invited by by the government, really the government radio. So they said, "Oh, don't worry, we'll take care of it." Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't until I got it back with a new date that I was uh, feeling yeah. feeling safe. Uh, but thank God, I. I I looked at it uh, yes. and, and didn't find out on the day.
0: Otherwise, you could have missed it. Yes. Exactly. Is there, is there any out of the country? How many countries have you done so far? You said 11 in in, uh, in Europe, but how? what's what's the, the number at this moment?
1: Yeah, well, before I left, I think I'd, I'd done already 31 or something, uh, 32 maybe. And then I did uh, 11 in Eastern Europe and then uh, Dubai and Abu Dhabi, and the Emirates. Which is
0: one and,
1: Yeah. And then I went to the Philippines and then… I don't even know. Hong Kong and Macau. Does that count as a country? I don't. Know. It's, it's oh, kind right, of a may territory. Maybe on
0: territories or independent yeah, regions. Yeah. But
1: I, 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 wanted to see both Hong Kong and Macau. So uh-huh. I don't care if it doesn't count. I'm not. I'm, i am doing this for me. I'm not doing it. So you're not just keeping it tally. You don't
0: have the number. It's not on on your whiteboard. I'm, behind I'm, you?
1: Um, no, I I, I have a, an app on my phone called Bean. Uh, and uh, I try to up that, update that once in a while and get more and more color on the map. Uh, it's, it's always nice. But uh, yeah, I, I got a long way to go. So uh, yeah. <laughs> but you're so maybe young. When, maybe when I'm close to 100, I'll yes. I'll be more uh, cool accurate.
0: Excellent. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just wrote that one down the app Bean as well. That's B E E N, right? That's
1: right, that's right. It's an uh, amazing app.
0: Okay, cool. I'll check that out as well. It'll be in the show notes as a a link as well. Um, Out of the, say, 30, 40, 50-ish countries, that's my guesstimate at this moment, is there any country that you would like to live? I mean, Uh, suppose you're... Yeah, 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 yeah. This is it. This is it. Now, from the list that you've visited, which country would you like to revisit and possibly stay and live other than Denmark?
1: Actually... Actually, uh, quite opposite what I thought uh-huh. I could, I could live in Abu Dhabi or Dubai. Uh, uh-huh. that was an amazing place. Uh, it's totally over the top,
0: Yes, but
1: I may, maybe it's uh, that whole entrepreneur thing that, uh, we want to do something. So we do it. Yeah. And I, I feel that if you, if you're willing to work hard, you could really, it's, it's kind uh-huh. of a land of opportunity now. And, uh, and and also it's very, very safe. Yeah. Uh, I, would, I would definitely send my daughter down a dark alley in the middle of the night in Dubai. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with no worries. Uh, so I felt totally safe there. Uh, I wasn't there in the hot summer. Uh, uh-huh. It was hot, yes. but uh, but it was bearable. Uh but everything everything just seems to work. Yeah. Uh, and uh, people of different religion and different cultures living side by side. Yeah. Uh, 80% of the the population are non-emirates, uh, so it's a very multicultural uh, country. And uh, yeah, I really liked it there. Uh, so uh, if I'm not going back to Denmark, I, I could use that as a, as a hub uh, and 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 stay there and uh, travel some more from there. Uh, because it's also a pretty good location.
0: I'll come and visit you. It's my, it's, it's one of my favorite places in the world as well. I lo- yeah. I love going to uh, to the Emirates. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Um, let, let's let's see. It's the um, I'm looking at the uh, recording time. Is what we're closing in on on. But uh, it's it, about thirty minutes or something. It's the um, it's the it's the question which uh, two questions left for you, Pelle, if I may. Um, one is always the most difficult question uh, for you to answer. That is, which is, can you give us three tips to become more culturally competent? From your experience, from your travels, from your lifetime, from what you've done.
1: Uh, thank you for giving first. me uh, <laughs> thank you for giving me time to think about this i
0: know i know usually usually i prep <coughs> i prep my audience or my uh, my guests for this question actually i forgot about this um so i'll i'll fill the time a little bit by actually telling you and the audience uh, either listening or viewing as well is that the idea with the these tips is and with all the podcasts that i've done and we're currently on number 770 seven almost every guest i have asked give us three tips now what i'm going to do with these all these tips that i have 3 times 70 that's a lot of tips uh, to become to become more culturally competent is i'm going to pour them in a book Mm-hmm. And um, it'll be my third book that, I, uh, that I'm that i working on. And I'll credit everyone, of course, given the tips. So if you want, Pella, you can give that a thought as well. If you want to be in that book, I will use your tips and I will rewrite them and, and uh, you know, expand on them, giving my own experience with that. There'll be a nice picture of you in the book as well. And, of course, a place for people to reach you. So I think that's an offer you can't refuse.
1: Yeah, If I had something uh, sensible and precise (laughs) to say here, Um, I've given
0: you enough time to sort of come up with three reasons. So what? Three, but but really,
1: really three? three Um, Yes.
0: If I ask five, then come up with three. So,
1: yeah. Well, um, uh, my 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 tip would be to really go out there and. Try to to talk to the locals uh, by using your smile. Mm-hmm. Uh, really try to look them in the eye and uh, seem f- f- genuinely interested in, in in who they are and what their life is about. Yes. Uh, tip number two would be bring a microphone. Why's that why <laughs> <laughs> well I always bring a microphone because I do the the radio thing so it makes them feel important and and this also also in just for my own sake it's the way I I it's my scrapbook as well I do a lot of recordings from from the streets and and stuff like that I don't really know if that's that's a tip uh, that would help uh, uh, meet the cultural. What was the question again?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Smart. Very good. I can hear you do a podcast as well. Give us three tips, Bella, to become more culturally competent. What in your lifetime, in your experience, in the travels that you've done so far, you know, you said you have two weapons. That you call it your smile and your common sense. Um, mm. And you've used the first one, the smile, in tip number one. Um, mm-hmm. and which is in india go talk to people smile at them find out out about them and then bring a mic as a scrapbook I like that idea very much as well but what would be your third one if you have one get lost ah, i like that one
1: as well. uh, uh, no, is that not, you,
0: you want me to stop recording now are you talking no. about sending me <laughs>
1: <laughs> no no that's 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 something I've done if, if Whenever I've traveled, uh, if, uh, even when my kids were small, uh-huh. get a rental car, uh, don't look at the map, just drive and, oh, should we go right here? And then we go right and then we're totally lost And maybe past the same yeah. place uh, seven times. Uh, uh, but drive or go out into the city without a plan. You can always get in a taxi and and, and find your way back or um, bring out the map. But if, uh, uh, try to try to get lost, yeah, and and see some stuff that's not on the the uh, the, the the suggested route that you go.
0: Makes uh, makes good sense. I did that once in um, in Beijing, uh, capital of China, and indeed I stepped out of the hotel and I went left. I bought myself a coke and I started walking. And indeed, within minutes, I was lost because you can't read any road signs. You know, no, nope. uh, only the subway, which actually got me home eventually. Because then, it, that's bilingual in terms of English and um, and uh, and Chinese. But that was that's a that's a good experience because you meet people. Yeah. And you just, I mean, if you're open for that, of course. So that's a very nice tip. It'll be it'll make yeah. the book if you yeah. um, yeah. if you give me permission to do so. Absolutely. All right. Great. Pella, um, Last final question. That's the easiest one. How can people get in touch with you, should they want to?
1: Well, uh, I, I do this podcast, and uh, I do it uh, in English now. Uh, I also do one in Danish. But uh-huh. uh, if you go to the dot that's that's my home, uh, and and there's my 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 podcast English and. You can also find it in and on your podcast app just by searching The Radio Vagabond. Uh, and also, of course, I do uh, Twitter as The Radio Vagabond, and uh, I do uh, Instagram. But if you go to the website, you can find you can, you can can click your way through all the different links. Right.
0: Okay, uh, you're breaking up, uh, which is unfortunate towards the end of this interview. <laughs> non- nonetheless, all these links… <laughs> well, I'm giving uh, the address. <laughs> <laughs> yeah heading into a tunnel heading into a tunnel no <laughs> no not really so we have the radiovagabond.com that'll be the, the the main hub the main place where you can find bella yeah. um otherwise twitter and instagram those links will be um, will be online and in the show notes at culturematters.com uh, episode number 70 70 Uh, along with all the other podcasts that are there. Pella, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, being able to talk to you all the way from Macau. It's still light there? Yes, it's still light there. Yeah, yeah, it's only going down now. Okay, Okay. all right. Good. It's cold here, so stay there. You're probably at a much better location in terms of climate and temperature than here in Western Europe. Um, Thanks so much for for your time, and I'm pretty sure we'll uh, speak to each other in the future. I hope so. Hope so. It's been a pleasure. All right. Take care then. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Thanks again, Pelle. Unfortunately, for the viewers, the uh, the the video actually broke up towards the end. You were you were showing us a little bit more of your view, your excellent view in Macau there. Uh, Macau, China, or Macau in and by itself. Thanks again for your time. This is the end of episode number 70 of the Culture Matters podcast and video cast. The podcast you can find on iTunes, of course, uh, and you're listening to that. Um, and if you haven't checked out the video, it's worth doing so. And if you do, just press and click the like button when you're there. You can find the video at YouTube, um, sorry, slash YouTube, and uh, just check out all the videos that are there, all the video casts. Okay. Thanks for listening. I'll be back in two weeks time with another podcast. Talk to you soon then. Bye bye. That's it for this episode. The Culture Matters podcast, helping you understand cultural diversity better by interviewing real people with real experiences.